All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here. As usual, we've got Aaron Bordado alongside with us, keeping us on track. And tonight, we've got Liam. We'll break down all that went down in the Oilers game as they were victorious 6-3 over the lowly Ottawa Senators, who had quite the tough road trip, giving up a ton of goals, only picking up one win, but doing the Oilers a favor in the process. Tonight, a lot of fun. After the first period, a little unsure. It wasn't going great, but the boys bounced back in the second period. We'll get to the good, the bad, the oily in a couple of minutes here. Brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. But first, a quick recap of exactly what happened in case you missed it. Uh, Derek Ryan, the man with two first names, got the scoring going. His 12th goal of the season. McLeod and Shore with the helpers ever since Devin Score got that number 19. He's a whole new person for the Oilers, though. Wouldn't last long. Brady Kachuk on the power play. Bit of an unfortunate bounce off any Darnay's skate. Uh, Brady Kachuk gets credited with the goal. That made it 1-1. Leon Dreisaitl continues his outstanding season. He scores his 43rd goal of the season from Fogel and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Confession, when Fogel was flying up the ice, I saw that seven. I thought that was Connor McDavid. He was absolutely ripping. Uh, ends up on Leon Dreisaitl's stick. He scores. 
Like I said, the first period, not perfect, though. Tim Stutzler would get a shorty, a two-on-one. Evan Bouchard goes down. Uh, nice goal if you're a Sens fan. If you're an Oilers fan, probably left a little bit frustrated. The Germans were bringing it tonight. We'll get to that a little bit more on in uh, the good, the bad, and the oily. In the second period, though, the Edmonton Oilers would take over and uh, really show their dominance. Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets his 31st goal of the season on the power play. A bit of an unfortunate play for Dylan Gambrell. He throws it right to Connor or right to Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who buries it. That's unassisted. 31 on the season. Leon Drysaddle would score it once again, his 44th of the season. That gives him 100 points on the season. There's two players in the NHL right now with 100 points, and they're both members of the Edmonton Oilers. McDavid with his 73rd assist. Fogel picks up another helper there. And then Nick Bukestad gets his 15th goal of the season. A beautiful finish from Bukestad. And Matthias Ekholm with an absolutely beautiful pass. It was a really nice goal. If you missed it, go uh, NHL.com. Check out the replay. In the third period, Tim Stutzla would score his second goal of the season. Four goals from German-born players tonight, and uh, it was not done there. Connor McDavid would add an empty netter. Evander Kane, Darnell Nurse with the helpers on that one. If you took the over at Betway, it was a good night for you. Four goals after the first period. You had to be feeling pretty confident. Betway, 19-plus. Bet responsibly right now. Let's get to the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate to find out why cornerstone insurance brokers is ranked amongst the best in alberta and for the good the bad the oily we bring in our guest tonight we've got liam who uh he's got the banana behind him he's got the crusaders hat uh, we'll, we'll check in and get an update on the crusaders game yep. uh later on in the edition of oilers nation after dark uh, liam how you doing tonight i'm good yeah we'll have a we'll have a little bit of crew nation Hopefully after dark soon. They are going into overtime at the moment in Fort McMurray. So I am I'm stressing, Connor. I'm glad I have something to distract me. But you are you're looking snazzy tonight. I see you got upgraded the camera. Looks yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, I, I heard the demands from the people. I, I feel like everyone who watched once was like, this guy's gotta get a new camera. So I, I tried to listen to the people. Your M check and I ordered new cameras. He, he got his, it sucked. I still haven't gotten mine. So I, I splurged for the, the $100 one on Amazon. And uh, thank you for noticing. I, I appreciate that. Uh, the good tonight will not be the camera. We've got something else we're going to go with. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, 100 points on the season. That's our good. Like I said, he and Connor McDavid, the only two players in the NHL to reach the century mark so far this season. And uh, I mean, it's it's crazy what these two do. I mean, the, the naysayers will say the Oilers should probably have a better record or be in a better position, but we won't worry about that. Leon Dreis had 100 points on the year. Uh, just fantastic to see. Yeah, he was. Uh, he looks like vintage Leon Dreisaitl tonight. I thought he was kind of controlling. He was making some nice little trick plays, too, in some ways. It was, uh, it was good to see because it was that little portion of the season where I think it was right around the All-Star break, maybe coming out of it and going in. He just wasn't looking himself, but clearly now Leon Dreisaitl is – is ready to go, and I, I'm wondering if he had a little little hop in his step for the Germans that were in the stands tonight too to try and uh, try and send them home happy. And he definitely did, that's for sure, and sent every Oilers fan home happy. But yeah, 100 points for Leon Drysaddle again. He is crazy. He feels he feels very disrespected in some ways, like he's not regarded as a star, a superstar, I guess you could say. And it's like comparing him to Matthews and stuff. He's like, well, this guy's a consistent 100 point guy, so. 
I'm happy we get to see him in an Oilers jersey every night. Yeah, that this is the fourth time he's reached 100 points on the season. It would have been five straight years other than the COVID shortened season where he had 84 points in 56 games. So obviously he was well on his way to getting there. <clears throat> it is crazy. It's kind of like Evander or not Evander, uh, Evgeny Malkin with the Pittsburgh Steelers where Crosby's going to get mm-hmm. the shine, but everyone knows how good Malkin is. Uh, if you ever watch Neon Dry Sidle, and if you ever hear someone say he gets all those points from McDavid, then, you know, you just disregard that one because uh, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, with the good comes the bad. And, you know, the Oilers win 6 3. And uh, we're happy to talk about that, but uh, we have to find something that was bad tonight. And I, I, we're going to go with the penalties. Um, not what you want to see. The Edmonton Oilers, we saw it against the Maple Leafs, giving them opportunities to get back in the game in that one. Uh, it, did I say Steelers? Uh, we got a people. people saying, I don't know. I didn't, maybe you did. I didn't notice it. Shout out Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe we did. <laughs> Why did I say Steelers? Oilers, Steelers. It, it, is, it is NFL free agency, so I can see why that would be on your mind, Connor. Man, I, I have 100%. My alerts are on for uh, Schefter and Rappaport for sure. Right. So I'm an NFL guy. You guys can see I've got the, the Chargers hoodie on here. I don't know why I would say Steelers. Anyways, let's move on to the bad. And uh, yeah, like we said, uh, Oilers giving the Ottawa Senators five opportunities against the Maple Leafs. <laughs> We've got Aaron in the chat telling me Eckler is gone. Is he? Did it happen? Um, yeah, you, you can't give these teams an opportunity to get back into the game. And we, like I said, we saw it against the Maple Leafs, and uh, they let the Leafs get back into it. A couple of bad turnovers, but then some power plays as well. Uh, if there's a bad tonight, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah, it's just for a team that costs themselves so many games, you'd think they'd learn the lessons and kind of control the penalties a little bit better when they have the lead, but. I guess that's also a product of the other team attacking a bit more and you not having the puck. But it's just kind of like uh, self-inflicted wounds sometimes. I was getting a little bit worried there when Ottawa sorry, did get that third goal. And then you never know. You give them back-to-back power plays within, I think it was like a three or four-minute span. And especially the way the penalty kill has been. Like that first, go- that first goal, Ottawa scored, I believe, was on the power play, whichever one it was. Banged off Dehane, obviously not his fault. He's just trying to get in the way of basically that pass that happened that went into the net. But I think it was Janmark had a great chance to clear the puck. He's like, just get it out of there. Like sometimes they think way too offensive on the penalty kill. And I'd rather I'd rather see the puck just fly down the ice 20 times and the clock just tick away than honestly see a breakaway. Just kill the penalty. That's your main objective, not to try and score a goal. And then ironically enough, Ottawa do score a shorthanded goal on the others too. So there you go. Yeah, and I'm I'm starting to figure it out in my head what we were talking about the Penguins, Pittsburgh Steelers, right? All that stuff. Yeah, you know, my bad, guys. It's been a long day. I've been up too, way too early today. Okay, uh, and, and another one. We're getting some people mentioning this here. Uh, Evan Bouchard. Uh, I mean, he's become a bit of a whipping boy, and I, I think some of it's definitely deserved. Uh, the pass late at the game in the games. I think it was about three and a half minutes left. I mean, we saw Vinny Darnay do it last game. We saw Ryan do it this game. I don't think these were quite as bad, but I mean, Evan Bouchard cannot make that pass. It's intercepted by Claude Giroux. Stuart Skinner bails him out. I think Bouchard's going to owe him a dinner or a beer, maybe both for making that save and a couple big saves there, actually. Uh, Yeah, that's something that we could probably talk about. And we'll get into that maybe later on in the program. Uh, Let's get to the oily and the oily tonight. We talked about it. Four goals scored by German-born players. Mm-hmm. Leon Dreisaitl, Tim Stutzla. Uh, there's a couple of Germans, uh, I guess, like the Oilers Nation Germany chapter. Is that is that how I can word it? They're in town for the yeah. game? 
Yeah, so Oilers Nation Germany is here. There's 22, I believe there's 22 Germans that are in town to watch the Oilers play. And they came in last night uh, from Frankfurt. I believe they, yeah, they flew from Frankfurt to Calgary then had a six hour layover in Calgary and then made it into Edmonton. They went to morning skate this morning, managed to see Tim Stutzel, I believe, while they were just in Ford Hall, which is perfect for them. And then saw Gene Principe too. And then Gene gave him a shout out as well on the broadcast. So they've had a, they've had a good first day in Edmonton and they'll be at the, uh, the nation party on Saturday. So you'll be able to, if you see someone or hear somebody that you think sounds not Canadian, it's more than likely is one of the 22 Germans that are in town for this. So yeah, they definitely, definitely got what they paid for tonight. And I said this on Oilers nation every day and I'll say it again. It's nice. Like this, you miss Dominic Cahoon. <laughs> These are the nights, 100%. Uh, that was the good, the bad, the oily. Brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, cornerstoneins.ca slash nation. You touched on it there. Why don't we give them a quick plug here? It is the Oilers Nation 15th mm. birthday bash this Saturday. A celebration. Uh, $20, 7 cents for tickets, 2007. Uh, that's in support of free play for kids. Tickets at nationgear.ca. It's going to be at the Pint downtown. Uh, Tyler is going to be bartending. I think Zach, Liam, are you going to be behind the bar tending? No, but I think we'll do Oilers Nation every day from there. So you might see us Ooh. do a live show at the game at, well, I, at the bar, I guess. So that'll be a lot of fun. I like it. I like it. Uh, the Kraken, that's the opponent that day. Mm. Uh, so there's going to be no Oilers Nation after dark because Oilers Nation's taking the day off. So if you want to hang out and talk about the game, you simply go to the pint, you buy your ticket, you get a bunch of stuff to go along with it. And uh, while we're throwing out these plugs, I'm also going to mention that uh, every Oodle Noodle location in town, you mm. go, you create a bite to eat, and you get a free Oilers Nation sticker. So also check that out at uh, Oodle Noodle every location in the city. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Stuart Skinner because it was a conversation before we hopped on here tonight. And one of the things that I've really liked about Stuart Skinner in his game is when the game's close, he's locked in. And I, I tried to make a point of trying to jot down, you know, the big saves he made. And unfortunately, tonight's came off the turnover by Evan Bouchard. Huge save on Claude Giroux when it was a two-goal game with three minutes left. And they score that goal we got a hockey game and he makes the big save there. And then he followed up with a, another big save after that. Uh, Stewart's going to just, I mean, it's, it's undisputed at this point. He's the guy. I don't know when Jack Campbell gets an opportunity to get back between the pipes, but Stuart Skinner playing with a lot of confidence and, you know, I'd say poised beyond his years. Oh yeah, definitely. I think he had the one big one too in the second period off the power play, like sprawled across and caught the guy on the back post. I think think it was to Brinkett, but yeah, whenever he's between the pipes, I feel incredibly confident and that the Oilers can win. Saturday in Toronto obviously wasn't perfect by any means, but sometimes your goalie isn't going to have perfect games. The Oilers just lit up Connor Hellebuck the other week too with five goals, right, in back-to-back games. So happens to the best of them. But yeah, Stuart Skinner is, is the Oilers goaltender, and I... I it's interesting that you mentioned the Campbell thing because I thought Campbell would have got the game tonight. It's a game where if the Oilers allow four, which they almost did, they're going to score six or seven, which they were able to do, right? So I thought they would have been able to outscore the problems if Campbell came in at a bad game. I would assume one of those San Jose, Arizona games next week when they play, but I would, I'd be shocked if he played this week. I think one other thing too that maybe we got to start considering is Stuart Skinner is obviously going to be the goaltender for the playoffs. He should probably maybe get in the rhythm of playing every other night. Like you have to in the playoffs. So 
Maybe that's what the others are trying to adjust to right now a little bit. I know they haven't locked in anything, but realistically, they probably have locked in a playoff spot. I think tonight's win puts them ahead of Seattle and back into the top three. I don't know. if Did the Kraken play tonight? I, I can't remember. No, Kraken did not play tonight. So Vegas was victorious over Philly 5-3. The Kings lead the Islanders, I think, 4-1 now. Islanders were up 1-0. I thought they could do the oil a big favor. Didn't happen. Below them, Winnipeg lost to Carolina 5-3. Nashville beat Detroit 2-1. So they have 75 points now. And the Flames taking on the Coyotes right now. Sorry to interrupt and go on a rant there, but no, that's, that's everything. Okay. That, that answers my question. So, yeah, I think... Uh... I think Skinner, like I said, when he's between the pipes, he shows up in a massive way numerous times this season. He is just he's calm, cool, and collective between the pipes. And like that the tonight where the Bouchard one happened, you're like, oh no. And then he makes a save. And it's it's not very surprising, which is a very nice thing to feel. Hundred percent. I mean, and it, like we, we've talked about it so many times on this show, and probably any other show you listen to or watch. Like, you don't have to make all the saves, but there's going to be one or two saves in the game. You just need the goalie to make, and that can be the difference in the game. We've seen goalies steal games from the Oilers, and uh, yeah, you, you just need those saves every once in a while. Uh, on Facebook, Anthony says, "As you can see, big game for the boys. I just wish one night we could squeeze a shutout, though." I don't care if we win one nothing. We got to get Skinner a shutout. Uh, that kind of came up on our show, uh, my day job. And Jason Strzok was like, you know, as a defenseman, you never think about that. He could never tell you how many shutouts, but a goalie definitely could. So I wonder, maybe if they can get like a one nothing lead against the Coyotes, they just lock it down and play the trap. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, I hope not. I'm going to that game. It'd be nice if they won <laughs> by five or six. But yeah, if they could, if they could put it together, a nice, a nice performance for Stuart Skinner. But Hey, maybe it comes in the playoffs. The Oilers got two shutouts in the postseason last year, one in game seven from Mike Smith, right? But I agree. Mm -hmm. If anyone's earned something on this team, that his team probably needs to help him out a little bit with it is Stuart Skinner, and he deserves a shutout. Uh, YouTube here, Darian says, so many watching it, not enough likes. Yeah, hit that like button. Dr. Gonzo says, hit that like button if you're not a Flames fan. I mean, I, I don't know what we got to get to. We've got 111 people in here. Can we get to 100 likes for Leon Dreisaitl? He got to 100 points tonight. Yep. I think that's fitting. Uh, we've got, uh, what is it? T. Anthony, Derek Ryan is the new Mark Letestu. Letestu was a fourth line legend. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to see uh, what Derek Ryan's been able to do uh, this year, coming up with some clutch goals for this team. And uh, I, I don't know if we have the footage. I, I, we didn't really talk about that beforehand, but uh, Quincy and Nathan on Facebook bringing up Bukestad's goal. I mean, Ooh. the finish there was fantastic, but that pass from Matias Ekholm, I not bad. I you know, We talked about him as a defensive player for this team and what he can do, but he's showing some offensive upside every once in a while. Yeah, Ekholm is it's interesting, isn't it? We're all begging for a puck play puck moving defenseman and then we get Ekholm and everyone's like oh well is he the puck moving guy we all know what he can do defensively and then first game he banks that one off the boards right onto dry sidles tape and it's been numerous times he's done that and then yeah again it's just he's a he's a very good player and then the Bukestad goal to finish it off I'm sure Ken Holland had a smile from ear to ear seeing that one he just needed Cam Denis on the ice that would have that would have really settled Kenny off but yeah I mean I think they said in the broadcast too, Bukestad's family was there for the first time seeing him in Edmonton. So that's really good too. And and to be honest, like Bukestad's not, he's a guy that's come into this, the team and is playing with confidence. I think he had 13 goals coming into it. He now has two. 
So he's up to 15 on the season for a bottom six forward. That is, I think that's more than any other. That'd probably make him the fifth highest scorer on the Oilers right now. So there you go. Nick Bukestad buzzing. Buzzing Bukestad. They did send uh, or show the family. Uh, yeah, blue eyes in that family. Very piercing uh, blue eyes. That's what I took away from what they showed them. Uh, yeah, now the Coyotes are leading the Flames 3 2. Nice. Calgary Flames, 73 points. They now trail the Preds by two, the Jets by six, and the Oilers by nine. So, I mean, the Calgary Flames. You hate to see it, right? Did, uh, did you see the story from Frank Saravalli today on I'll be yesterday on Bomb Burner about Johnny Gaudreau? No, what happened? So it was he was just telling them about how the deal went down and how he ended up leaving Calgary. And this is on the Flames Nation. If anyone has doesn't have them blocked, you can go check that one out. But they they base Frank basically said there was a deal in place, everything was done. Gaudreau was like, Yep, sounds good. And he went, he left for the day, knowing everything was good, went for a drive with his his wife, I believe, and maybe kids. And not too long after, he called Brad Trevel living and was like, I'm no, I'm not staying. I'm done. Like, I can't stay. And then left to go to Columbus. So it went down to like the final minute by the sounds of it. And yeah, obviously now we know Johnny Gaudreau's in Columbus, but that's how it kind of all went down, which is, is very interesting. So obviously his his heart was on the East rather than in Calgary, which is disappointing for them. Good for us. hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know what? Columbus now sits last in the NHL with 47 points on the season. So, I mean, maybe the flames fans can take a little comfort in that. He went to a worse situation. Now enough about the flames. I feel like the YouTube chat's going to go crazy on us. Uh, The LA Kings leading the New York Islanders four or one with three minutes. Uh, So it looks like they'll jump up to 87 points. So the Edmonton Oilers make up ground on Seattle. They now sit third in the Pacific, uh, but they should be five points behind the Kings and eight points behind the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, So we'll see about that one. Uh, Aaron, in our private chat. Uh, yeah, Aaron, why don't you throw up some of those uh, statistics there for you? Keep people happy here. Uh, Bob Stoffer, 630 Chad, and the Oilers Radio Network. Well, I can read those in case people can't see them. Leon Drysaddle with his second goal of the game, 44th of the season, 1,000th point. Fourth time in his career that he's reached 100-point plateau. And then Connor McDavid, empty net goal, makes it 6-3, to three, his 56th of the season, 129 points of the season, most in an NHL season since Mario Lemieux, 161 back in 1995-1996. He's good. He's pretty good. Yeah. Connor McDavid, if you haven't heard of him, you should look up some highlights. He's uh, You could just watch tonight's game and pick one or two out of there, to be honest. That guy is is a machine. What did you think of his Juno's performance, Connor? I, I thought he did really well. Yeah. I, I mean, that's stepping out of your comfort zone. Like that, it's, it, it's intimidating getting out there in front of live people. I've emceed weddings, and I'm like nervous to do it. He stepped out there in front of the whole Juno crowd, crushed it. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really good that he... He was there. He seemed comfortable in doing it, which is interesting because, like you said, like some people, like I know I am, like whenever you get him, I get in front of the office sometimes. I'm like, oh, the smokes, here we go again. So, <laughs> yeah, it was good. And, yeah, he's a very good representative for the city. I really liked what he said when they, when they were doing the MVP chance. And he said, yeah, like you guys know how much I love playing in front of you all. So, basically, I thank so. That was nice to hear, you know. I think I've watched that clip that was put out on our socials about 50 times since he did it, just to just to reassure me that if four years comes around, 
we can always hold that hold that close to our hearts <laughs> uh going back to your story about Gudro, well Lance says the wife said no happy wife happy life and uh yeah got out of calgary ewan says liam would you have connor on oilers nation every day would i have him on i would yeah i would have connor on connor's made a couple appearances this year right you've made two or three i think it's big time i get nervous i get nervous when i do that let alone uh, having to go in front of like the junos or something so uh, um, yeah maybe maybe we'll work it out again yeah I, i remember my first oilers nation every day i texted tyler i was like hey like don't take me on too much. Like I'm a little bit nervous, and now it's it's very natural. It's uh, it's quite nice. I you just kind of talk to the talk to a screen with nothing behind it. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You get past that, and you know it, it's just having a conversation yeah. with. I mean, on that show, you got a lot of people tuning in. Um, what did you think of Clean Costin tonight? Uh, obviously, he's been out for a little while, and uh, let us know in the chat what did you think of Clean Costin in his return. Uh, I believe he picked up the one point. Um, and obviously, we're going to wait and see if we hear any updates about mm-hmm. Zach Hyman. He spoke to the media pregame and was out there. And then all of a sudden, we learned uh, as they went out for warm-ups that he wasn't going to be in the lineup. So we'll get an update on that uh, soon if we hear anything. My my thought is that Jay Woodcroft will say absolutely nothing, and we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, Clem Costin getting back into the lineup. Uh, did you notice him? Did he make any big plays for you? Um, oh, sorry, Connor. There was a three-on-two breakaway in the Crusaders game, and I had to hold my breath there for a second. <laughs> but, and, oh, and just someone asked what your hat. It's a Sherwood Park Crusaders yeah, hat. Sherwood Park Crusaders. Uh, I don't know why you can buy him. This hat's about five years old. But Clem Costin. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought he was fine. I, he didn't come out, and he's not He's not really been that, that Clem Shady for a while, I felt like. But that's to be expected. He is a rookie in this league. He's not going to have it every single night. Looking back at it now, I'm glad the Oilers didn't sign an extension to him when they did. It, By the sounds of it, from what a lot of us had heard around the office, it wasn't going to be anything astronomical, but maybe now you can shave a couple of hundred, couple hundred thousand bucks off it and help the cap a little bit more there. So that's good. But yeah, the Hyman thing is uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think when we saw the cost in was going to be a game time decision, it was assumed that that was like probably going to be Derek Ryan or Devin Shaw who would come out of the lineup, not Zach Hyman. So clearly the team has known about this little thing and it wasn't just something that came up. And we were talking about it today on Oilers Nation Radio too. Like Hyman probably hasn't been himself for five or six games now. And I was looking at his minutes played and he was down quite significantly. I think it was either against Boston or Buffalo. Oh, Fall McMurray scored, damn it. And then... Yeah, so it was... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Then we'll get him back. It's best of seven. So then, um, what was I? Hyman. So, yeah, I'm curious. I wonder if it was something that was kind of nagging him for a while and just couldn't get through it for this one game. Maybe we'll see him back on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, the, Daniel Nugent Bowman of The Athletic uh, just tweeting that Woodcroft said Hyman was held out because he was dinged up. So... I don't, you take that for what it is. Maybe something that's just kind of been lingering for a little while there and... I don't know. Maybe, maybe you just want to uh, let them sit this one out and then come back for Dallas on Thursday. Could be a bit of a tougher matchup. I don't know if they, they would actually consider that, but yeah, Clint Costin uh, played under eight minutes. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like it's hard for him to get into a routine because he's a guy who kind of thrives with that emotion and likes to throw a few hits. When you're only playing seven minutes, it's going to be a little bit tougher. How about uh, David on Facebook? Ekholm belongs on PP1. Not Bouchard. He's not ready yet. I mean, Ekholm showed the shot that he has, and uh, 
Mm. I mean, he's if he's got better shot selection and ability to get it through, I can't say I necessarily disagree. Not not Bouchard's best game tonight. Yeah, 100%. But we can't just say every single night and say, oh, Bouchard on a power play again, no good. Like, it's been six games. I think he's been pretty pretty solid for most of it. Like, he makes one mistake and the whole world just wants to jump on top of the kid. Like, give him a break, you know, and I get it. But when you actually watch him play and not just look for his mistakes, his game has got a lot better this past two weeks, however long it's been. And we need to just get off the kid's ass, you know, <laughs> like let, let him play a little bit. And he did hit the crossbar on the power play. If all you people out there saying, oh, Boosh sucks on the power play. Well, he ripped one off the bar. If that had gone in, I'm sure a lot of you wouldn't have been saying anything in this chat tonight about Bouchard. So let's just lay off him and let it play out because I'm telling you right now, he's the best offensive defenseman this team has. Not Matias Ekholm, not Nurse, not anybody else. It is Evan Bouchard. PP1. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Power play was 33% tonight. Got to measure it as a whole. Uh, McDavid and Dreisel and Nuge still out there. Evander Kane, oh. Hyman at times. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the thought of Ekholm at times. I love that yeah. shot, but... Uh, I, I think they're going to try to get it going and, and hopefully, hopefully Evan Bouchard finds his stride by the playoffs. That would certainly be ideal. Uh, if you're on a YouTube, make sure you hit that like button on Facebook. I believe you got to do the same subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, I just say retweet, just like retweet my tweet or Oilers nations or get it out there. Uh, big thank you to Loomis for tagging me in Matt Awanek's tweet from TSN 1260. Magic number for the Oilers, 26 points. Ah, so, the magic number's out there. The countdown <laughs> is on. We're close enough to the point where we can start to get to that. Um, well, I should probably let people know about AMA travel because uh, I know the boys got back from the nation vacation out mm-hmm. in Toronto. Obviously, the game didn't go quite as we had hoped. Started off great. Uh, but from what I heard, the guys had a good time. Uh, 
Uh, what have the reviews been like around the office? Yep. Bag Milk and Tyler were talking about it today. And Jay, those were the three on the trip. And they said it was awesome. The suite was really, really cool. And just everything as a whole was was a lot of fun. And yeah, like the worst part was the school, which is just everything else is going so worst part is the game then can't be too bad but yeah hopefully we can get some good uh good trips in next season too is obviously at the mercy of the actual nhl schedule so whenever that comes out we will be reviewing where we're going next fingers crossed for a weekend vegas game Here, here's my question for you and i'll open this one up to everybody I'll, youtube if you're watching give me your answer ama travels hooking you up with a vacation to go watch the oilers mm-hmm. where are you going any any team in the league, you can go watch them live and in person. MA travel, of course, they'll get it done for you. Where would you go? Hmm. I think there's a cup. I think New York to see them play the Rangers would be cool. Uh, obviously, Vegas was cool. I think I would have had Vegas on my list before that, before I went down this past, whenever that was, January. So I'll go New York Rangers and probably Montreal. Montreal on a Saturday night. We'll see what that one's like. The mecca of hockey. Uh, just uh, Loomis has come down to Nashville. I've heard Nashville's a heck of a time. Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, Ewan agrees. Lance says Dallas. Um, just quickly here, because uh, Nathan's asking, did Woodcroft say what happened to McLeod with the injury? No. He, I've, I've said that he's a football coach, coaching hockey. He said he's dinged up, and that's probably all we'll get. And he'll probably say he's available to play Thursday. Even if he's not going to play, he'll say he's available. Um, <laughs> Back to our question. Uh, South Beach, Florida, Nathan says, Snars attacks, says MSG, so New York. Got Kyle and Darian, got Arizona. Lance says anywhere low tide goes. Uh, you might have to watch a game with home. Oh, yeah, low tide might travel. Who knows? Uh, Dr. Gonzo, Mullet Arena, clearly. That could be fun. Uh, Cheryl says Boston. Mm. Rusty says, if you all come to Vegas, I'll drive down and hang out with you. Rusty, I thought... Rusty, where are you located? I thought you were an Edmontonian. Utah, I think. Uh, Rusty's a, a Utah, Utah oh, fellow, I, I believe. Okay, you can make that trip. Yeah. Uh, maybe the nation vacation has to drive through and pick them up. Uh, <laughs> well, if we were going Facebook, to Winnipeg, we would have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, unless you want to fly to like Fa- I don't know Fa- North Dakota yeah, or something. Fargo, I believe, is the closest airport. That's, that's the Absolute nightmare. <laughs> Uh, lots of Vegas. Yeah. Rusty says Utah. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll lock that in. Cool. Utah. Uh, go Utes or maybe BYU. Uh, Tom says Vegas for drinks and a show. The shows mm. are fun on Facebook. And Anthony's got Boston, Toronto, Carolina, Vegas. Jennifer says Colorado. Nathan says Boston. So I can make an appearance on the wicked tuna show. We've got Nashville, wherever John Morant is partying. David, he has a gun. Be careful, my man. Uh, Timothy says, go to San Jose. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of a lot of good places you could go to. I'd love to go to Chicago. I think it'd be fun to go to the Madhouse. Mm. And, uh, I mean, if the Oilers are playing, I'm probably going to beat up on them. So, yeah, well, let us yeah. know. Let us know. Where would you go? Uh, Brad says Denver. Lance says no love for Dallas. Uh, Darian says no airport, no Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, where can I get an Oilers Nation sticker in Windsor, Ontario? Mark, you got to come to Edmonton and go to Oodle Noodle. Get yourself some fine cuisine and then uh, pick up a free sticker. I believe nationgear.ca would probably be the best place. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think they have um, they have some on there. They at least have the big car window ones, which you can slap on the back. So, yeah, they have those ones. I'm sure there's some other things on there. There's some sweaters, whatever you want, besides maybe that sticker you're looking for. 
<laughs> you know what? Uh, th- that's the one I get requests for. I'm like, I don't even have one. I was lucky to get the the flag you see behind me. Nope. That that's all I've got. I need I need to really like step up my stuff. That was my flag. I had to sacrifice the flag. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, they never told me that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna send a bunch of bananas your way. Did you have any bananas tonight? No, no need. I uh, I probably could add some for that Crusaders game. That was a little bit stressful, but the Oilers. I felt comfortable, like I said before. When Stuart Skinner's between the pipes, they've got me. They've got me calm in there, so I, I'm good when Stu's between them. Um, I also just want to one thing you can buy. I I found it. I, I retweeted Oilers Nation earlier today. Uh, the limited edition pink T-shirt, where 100% of the proceeds will be donated to uh, the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton. I believe that was one of the things they were selling at the. Uh, so do they call ladies night women's night yeah la- uh, ladies night that happened to uh, soho kylie and kennedy yeah. and a bunch of other uh, female personalities around edmonton were, were part of it and by the sounds of it that one went really well too it's a it's a busy little 10-day span here for oilers nation with the trip that just happened ladies night we got the gym yeah. in town and then the 15th birthday party too so hopefully three wins in a row for the oilers as well that'd be nice that'd be a nice little week oh uh, yeah those shirts are nice and Proceeds go to a great cause. So you can check that at nationgear.ca. Uh, why don't we bring in the man himself, Aaron Bordado, the guy who uh, keeps us on track and makes everything look so nice. Uh, Aaron, uh, you there? You want to hop on with us tonight? Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the program. How you doing? Uh, dude, I'm doing great after a night like that. The Crusaders thing. That's heartbreaker. That's kind of yeah. bummer, but <laughs> I'm going to look past that, and I'm going to stick with that game. That was awesome. Uh, a fellow parlayed money line in the over, so nice. and you know me, I'm a sucker for the over. So it was all I don't know. I got I really had trying to pick something bad in that game. Really, for the first two periods, it was pretty pretty smooth sailing, and then yes, they did give up some penalties near the end there and kind of let them back in. But Stuart Skinner. He's the man, and uh, he shut the door and did everything he wanted him to do. So I'm in a great mood tonight. I mean, that was wise. You uh, you obviously Betway. Uh, I assume when there's four goals in the first period, you're feeling pretty good about that one, hey? Yeah, I was. But I was still stressing yeah. out a little bit, and then I can't lie. When Stutzla buried the eighth, I celebrated mm. pretty hard. That was for my Germans. It was for yeah. my German pals. For the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that made it 5-3. You were good. Yeah, still good. good to celebrate on that one. Uh, anything else stand out to you, Aaron, in this one? Uh, goaltending, uh, you know, the 100-point guys, anything like that? I mean, it's easy to pick Connor and Dry, so I'm just going to leave that to the side. Uh, I said tonight, I thought Warren Fogle really stood out to me. I thought he was mm. buzzing, and that is the word. He was buzzing all over the place. Connor, you said when you see the little seven on his back and he's skating like that, sometimes I as well fool myself for a second, but like that, uh, the one amazing play he made, I think it was Ekholm Bush, a little turnover in our end. He swoops behind the net, gets on the jets, turns him on and goes down the ice and makes a play. And for a guy who is in everybody's doghouse for quite some time, I think he needs his props that he's really turned it around as of late. And it's good to see it. This is the perfect time. <laughs> The YouTube chat's getting weird. It's getting uh, kind of political. We'll stick with hockey on this no, one. Aaron, 
Let's get into the politics. What do we- <laughs> well, I, I, the question was proposed. Would you have a drink with Biden? <laughs> yeah. What are we? Yes, is, he, is he paying? Yeah. I pick his brain. Why not? Uh, Aaron, where would you go? Nation, nation vacations taking you anywhere. Uh, AMA travel, of course. Where would you go? So I think like the East Coast, New York, I feel like that'd be too expensive and logistics too far travel. So I don't know if I'm about that. I feel like I'm a West Coast guy that you would do the double header or something like uh, like the Anaheim, LA, something like that, or Vancouver, Seattle, we talked yeah. about today on the show. I don't know. I feel like these trips have been so good. The only way to improve them, besides obviously going back to Vegas, I'm all for that. But I don't know, maybe to go back to back, something like that. That'd be cool. I think a back to back would uh, would be a good way to, to top it a little bit, especially yeah. the Vancouver, Seattle one. It's only about two and a half hour bus ride between Vancouver and Seattle. Maybe you fly back. Seattle's a very fun city. I think I, I think that's one that could be on the cards. I uh, I just I've seen a game in Anaheim, and it was like buy a ticket, you got a beer and a hot dog. It was a great deal. But when we were leaving, we saw Craig McTavish, and it must have been Tambellini, and this was right in the Dallas Aikens era, and we were buckled like a lot of beers in and we got a picture with them and my friends that were like, you got to fire Aikens, got to fire Aikens. And literally two or three days later, he was gone. So I don't know if my buddies that were absolutely intoxicated had any role in it, but um, it was probably for the best at that point. Things were not going good. I don't have to tell you guys. They should take credit uh, for that move. That's yeah, that was yeah. a good move. Good on them. Yeah, <laughs> good, good uh, hockey IQ there. Yeah, uh, Milk was telling me actually when they were leaving the what's it called? What's Toronto's arena called? Leafs Garden or whatever, whatever it is. That's Scotiabank. Scotiabank Center. Yeah, uh, when they were leaving, the Leafs fans were chirping them, and Bag Milk said, "You think this is the worst thing I've had to suffer through as an Oilers fan?" <laughs> and they were like, ah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> they've seen it yeah uh that's a that's a good way to get back uh okay so now the flames have tied it up that's interesting something to watch out for taking on the coyotes and uh lance i think lance nails it about the having a drink with biden honestly i'd have a beer with 99 percent of the planet uh yeah why not yeah if he's buying i'll yeah 99 percent of the people are paying i'll drink with anyone (laughs) <laughs> what did ted lasso say he quoted uh be curious not judgmental right. so yeah you pick their brain a little bit uh ted, ted lasso is available right now I, I thought it was wednesday but it's out now on apple what really I, New yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i looked into it they advertised I mean, the 15th i don't know i'm unbelievable like did it just maybe people up? should look because it's 10 p.m so then it's midnight on the east coast sometimes stuff gets dropped wow no spoilers in the chat <laughs> look it's starting right now on my phone I, i'm sure they'd get like we get shut down if i showed any more wow. but anyways uh people could do that tonight or tomorrow uh let's get into some predictions before we wrap up here oilers victoria six to three as we've mentioned for the time being they leapfrog the seattle kraken for third in the pacific that would set up a playoff series against the la kings with the kings having home ice advantage uh, connor mcdavid now up to 129 points on the season leon dries that'll get to 100 and nuge up to 82 Yes or no? Nuge get to 100? Aaron, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say yes because I'm going to speak it into existence, LeVar Ball style. So, yes, <laughs> it's going to happen. Book it. 
Lavar ball. Yeah, that was a throwback. What did you say? Is that 82? 82, yes. How many games do we have left? Yeah, fuck. 15? Yeah, that's... So we're at 68 games played. Yeah, so what's that? 14 games left. I'm I'm unfortunately going to say no. You can't put your boy in a box like that. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's going to need some big nights if he wants to get there. So I I will say he gets to 82. He'll get to 90, 92. I'll say he gets 10 more points by the end of the season. That's uh, That would still be outstanding. I'm going to say yes, because I'm like Aaron. Let's speak this into existence. Uh, you know the boys are going to be feeding him too if it gets to that point where he gets close. Okay, uh, Aaron, start with you here. Let's get a Betway prediction for Thursday's game against the Stars and a score prediction? Um, well, I think that I'm just going to keep riding the uh, the German train for at least this game as it's another home game. So Leon Dreisaitl, anytime goal. Mm-hmm. The guy's lethal in his office lately and everywhere. So I'd go with that. And predictable once again, I would parlay money line with the over because even if you don't, it's still fun. <laughs> yes. I'll go with a parlay of McDavid and Dryside are both to score. And or whatever, betting them individually, however you have to do it. Oilers win power play goal empty net. That's that's juicy. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Something like that. Okay, so I just looking through the YouTube chat here, we're eight likes away from a hundred and that was the goal we set for a hundred likes in honor of Leon Drysettle getting to a hundred points. So if you're on YouTube, Thank you for tuning in. Also, hit that like button. Uh, Facebook, you might as well do the same thing as well. Uh, I'll get my prediction. I don't know. Um, I'll say you know, Vander Kane finds a way to get two points, and the Oilers win 5-3. to three. I don't know. We'll see if it happens. We'll see. Uh, it'll be fun either way. If, Like I said, if you're on YouTube right now, hit that like button. Let's try to get up to 100 in a couple – minutes remaining here on the show uh like we said a whole bunch of times oilers victorious six to three uh we've touched on the oilers nation bash aaron you'll be there yep i'll be there we're gonna as liam said we're doing the show from the pint i want tyler to do it from behind the bar he's got his pro serve so i think mm-hmm. that'd be a great visual i'm hearing rumors we might have an ice luge or something like that so that would be cool that would be cool to incorporate that somehow but yeah, it's gonna be a good night. I believe I'm on uh, I'm on street team duty. So if any of you are there and you'd like to make some funny content with me, let's get some drinks flowing and the ideas going and hopefully a W. I'm very excited for it. It's gonna be a good time. And but it's the day after awesome. St. Patrick's Day, so it's gonna be a, you know it's gonna be a battle. Here's the key. So. You, you don't stop. You get up, True. you go to the pint and you have some brunch and you, I, some people go Caesars. I've never been a fan of that, but you got to have something that goes down easy to start with. And by drink two, you'll be, I think, good to go. Maybe I'll just sleep at the pint. Who knows? Maybe Rick will just let me. <laughs> <laughs> just flat in the corner. Absolutely. Okay. So we've talked about that. We've talked about AMA travel, uh, oodle noodle, check them out for, uh, if you want free Oilers Nation stickers, I got one right by the house. I'm going to have to swing by there tomorrow for lunch. Uh, Liam, do you have a go-to when you get to Oodle Noodle? Uh, butter chicken mac and cheese, and I'll always grab a green onion cake too because they're amazing. I have a Noodle Noodle right me right by me too, so it is 
perfect. Within walking distance, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice. Aaron, Aaron, I've asked you your order, right? I don't know. I'm either like the sweet Mongolian or since I've met Liam, he told me to do the mac and cheese. And that is good. It is good. It's just a different kind of flavor you wouldn't expect. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Grab a sticker. Okay. We're just going going through the checklist here. Cornerstone Insurance. Shout out to them. If you need insurance like you do, uh, you definitely want to check out cornerstoneins.ca slash nation. Let's wrap this one up. Guys, uh, Aaron, Liam, thanks so much for doing this tonight. A fun show. Everyone who tuned in, thank you. Make sure you hit that like button on the way out. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you on Thursday night after a hopeful Oilers win over the Dallas Stars. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.